Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back if you're new. My name is Mariah and I am your host of Wine and Wellbeing. I am so excited to share this week's episode with you guys. I had the pleasure of sitting down and talking with Taylor Breon. She is the owner of TM Beauty Bar. She is so cool. She is a badass woman who opened a business by herself as a single mom with $5 left in her bank account. And she is a waxing specialist. She does brows and Brazilians. She is absolutely wonderful, just a beautiful human being inside and out, and I'm really excited for you guys to get to know her more in this episode. So I'm not going to waste too much time with the intro. We can do some more catching up next week. Um, Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Happy Monday. Um, But anyways, without further ado, let's just get right on into it. And here is Taylor. Okay, welcome to the podcast, Taylor. I'm so excited to have you. I'm excited to be here. Yay. All right. Um, Well, first we have to tell everybody what we're drinking. All right, so it's not wine today, but... Well, I have... You go first. You're the guest. (laughs) So this one is called Fruit Smash Hard Seltzer, and it's the pink lemonade. Yeah. Super good. Okay. I like it. Good. And I have a Truly Margarita. It's the mango chili seltzer, so... All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Fun stuff. All right, Taylor. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So my name's Taylor. I'm 28 years old. I have an almost nine-year-old son, um, and I'm the owner and esthetician of TM Beauty Bar. Awesome. Okay. And when did you open TM Beauty Bar? So I opened in April of 2018. Okay. And you would have been like 24 at that yeah. point okay yeah. so what led you to this what did you do before that so I have done everything before <laughs> this um but I actually worked at a salon in downtown cleaning the spa like I was just cleaning it and they were like you're super good at makeup you should do this so I went to aesthetic school I had no clue what an esthetician was I didn't even know that was yeah. a job yeah really no did you <laughs> Have you heard I guess of it? not really. I no. mean, now I feel like it's more common. Right, right. But I feel like a few years ago, you didn't really find estheticians Mm-mm. just, you know, no. around town. <laughs> yeah. So I went to school, and it's only like three months of schooling. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Three, four months. I graduated and got a job at the salon, and I worked there for like three years. The same salon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Doing makeup? Yeah, I did makeup, and then I started into waxing. Nice. And then your esthetician schooling, was it in person or was it online? It was in person. So it was like a Monday through Friday, Mm -hmm. 8 to 4. And then, yeah, like I said, I think it was like three or four months. Uh And then you get your license after, and here I am. Nice. And, um, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but did you also do do dental assisting? I did. At CPI? I did. So (laughs) I've had like a million jobs and I went to CPI when I was in high school. Yeah. And I, of course, graduated top of my class with dental assisting. Awesome. And I hated it. (laughs) Really? I hated it. I was good. That was my Mm. next question. Could you ever picture yourself doing that now? Never. No, never. Okay. Good. All right. Um, and... Okay, so you worked at the salon, and you got your esthetician license, and then you worked there doing makeup. So, I guess, when did you have the idea to open up your own business? 
Um, so I didn't. Okay. I quit there and I never wanted to wax again. Oh. It like left such a bad taste in my mouth. Really? Yeah. That I was like, I'm never waxing again. I took a year off, did makeup. And then one day I remember seeing this like commercial space for rent in Belfont. And I told my dad, I was like, I think I'm going to open my own business. <laughs> he was like, you're crazy, Taylor. Um, so I met with a guy, signed the lease and opened my own business. Like, nothing. No business plan, nothing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And I know that I remember seeing an Instagram post. Mm -hmm. And in your caption, you said that you opened this business with $5 in your bank account. Yep. Okay, so tell us about that. So I had no money. I got my tax return and spent it all on the business. And I remember all I had was, like, a bed and a wax pot (laughs) and the cheapest wax you could find. And I had no way to pay, like, the next month's rent. Um, and I just posted that I was opening my business to come in and get waxed and people showed up. Yeah. And yeah. That's awesome. And then, um, we did have somebody ask a question, what kind of support did you receive at that time? I mean, obviously I'm sure your family, yeah. but I guess to phrase it another way, how did you grow your business? Like were people helping you spread the word or? I would say, yeah. I remember taking like some of my clients that I still have today, they're from four years ago and some of them were from high school. Some just kind of knew of me and they were like, oh, I'll get waxed by her. And then they told everyone and it just kind of, I would say within a year, it just exploded. Like I was so busy. Uh Uh-huh. It was insane. I feel like your business did grow a lot in a very short I period did. of time. I did. I mean, when I just walked in and we talked a little before, when you told me that you opened this in 2018, mm-hmm. and to think that was only four years ago is yeah. crazy because you, I feel like, are so well known now and you have such a great clientele. I, do. I mean, it's gotten to a point where you aren't even accepting new clients. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's awesome. I know it is. That's so it's, cool. It's super cool. Like, that's so inspiring. Mm-hmm. I love I'm, it glad to be an inspiration for people especially like young women Mm -hmm. and single moms because it's a huge thing for me yeah and I feel like this industry really I mean it's so flexible and the schooling isn't anything crazy like three months of schooling yeah it's not that much and what you can do with it is incredible oh yeah so for sure so going into what you just said about how you're a single mom Mm -hmm. which you're killing it. You're killing the game in every aspect. Thank you. But how do you balance owning your own business and your home life and your social life? How do you balance all of that? I don't think you do. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I feel like you kind of learn what's important versus what's not. Mm -hmm. So my clients know my son comes first. Always will. Yeah, That's just how it is. And then other things I kind of let slide. Mm -hmm. For me, things in my business that can be like automated, Mm -hmm. like text reminders or booking online, that Mm -hmm. helps. So I feel like I don't have to be on my phone 24-7 with the business. Um, Social life, I feel like that doesn't exist. You know, (laughs) I feel like I'm, I'm so focused on my business. Yeah. I always tell everyone that I have blinders on when Mm -hmm. it comes to everything. Mm -hmm. So for me, family and my business and the rest, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah. I just want to build something and give my son a life that he loves and be able Uh to give him everything that he needs. Uh Uh-huh. So that's my priorities. Yeah, that's awesome. No, that's, I think that's great. Well said. I mean, you definitely have to find your priorities Mm -hmm. and then go from there and the rest will fall into place. Definitely. So what did your son think about all this? Like if somebody were to ask him what his mom does for work, what would he say? Like, I think he knows. I mean, for a while there, he's like, she does makeup. Yeah. But now I think he knows like 
oh, she does waxing. Yeah. I think he thinks it's cool. Mm -hmm. Like, this summer, he was like, I really want to come in and work the front desk. Oh, my gosh. That would be so fun. So, my clients are pretty open to it. So, I think I'll have him, like, come in and work the front desk, you know? Oh, my gosh. cute. That would be so cute. I know. I love it. Um, So, what was the hardest part about starting your own business? Not knowing. Yeah, the unknown. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You don't know... Am I going to make money this day? Am I not? Mm -hmm. Like, am I going to fail? Also, like, the licensing, all the laws. Mm -hmm. Am I following everything? Do I have all my licenses? Mm -hmm. Uh, That can be really tricky. Mm -hmm. Super overwhelming. Yeah. And then, so you started at a little place in Belfont, Mm -hmm. which was so cute. Yeah, thank you. And now... Uh-huh. You're, is this technically still Belfont? I would say it's still Belfont. Yeah, so you're still in Belfont. In between, yeah. But you moved to a bigger, okay, what's the proper word for this? Salon? Or, yes, yes, salon. Okay. Yeah. So now you have a bigger salon. Right. And when did you move here? So a year ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in, I guess, what would that be, 2021? Yeah. Like post-COVID? Was it yeah, post? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I think I'm coming up on a year here. Yeah. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Because I didn't know you were quite here yet whenever yeah, I came yeah, to see yeah. you last March. So, yeah, it's been about yep. a year. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And when did you know you were ready to get into a bigger space? What made you want to I just here? felt like I needed a better location for my clients because I didn't love the downtown parking. Um, I just wanted something a little different. Mm-hmm. And with this building having so many businesses that kind of, like, mesh together. Yeah. I felt like it was a better fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice to be surrounded with other businesses that, I mean, I feel like we share a lot of clients. Yeah. So that's nice to refer each other out, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, I mean, I see Austin I know. upstairs for tattoos. <laughs> Me too. But, um, yeah, that's it's so awesome to have a little community mm-hmm. of people. Yeah. And speaking of communities of people, I feel like this whole girl gang, female entrepreneurship I, I don't know what you want to call it, in Belfont, yeah. is really thriving right now. It is so incredible to see. I remember when I opened in 2018, there was a handful of us. Like, Lydia was the main one. Yes. Yep. And she just created this, like, burst. It was like a burst of energy. Um, and it showed, I think it showed women that, like, you can do this. Uh-huh. We can do so it. Cool. You can do it. It's so cool. Um, and it's so cool to see all the local businesses that are owned by women. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible. Yeah, it is. I love to see it. And I feel like you guys all support each other mm-hmm. so much. Oh, yeah. And that's awesome. Like, I know your nails. You go see Haley. Yes, I do. And... Ashley. Ashley at Sage Beauty Co. for yes. my skincare. Yeah. yeah. So it's like her. you can go to, there's <laughs> yeah. a spot for everything you need in yep. Belfont these days. I know. And I, it's all female owned. Yep, it is. And I love it. I love it so much. And like I said, with this industry, I feel like when I first entered, there wasn't a lot of like more modern salons. Yes, yeah, I would agree. And then all of a sudden it was like, whew, all these people, uh-huh. like Monarch just opened. Yes. And they're super cool. Yeah, I want to go. I, <laughs> I love them. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, it's so cool to see all these cute little salons pop up and mm-hmm. to support each other. Yeah. I'm really thankful to be part of it. I love it. Yeah. I love to see everybody support each other and the fact that it's all female-owned businesses. It's so cool. It's so, <laughs> so cool. It. It's so cool. Um... Okay, I just want to talk briefly about the environment of your salon Mm -hmm. because whenever, I think, I mean, I don't want to speak for everybody, but I know whenever I walk in here, I immediately feel so 
relaxed. Yeah. It smells so good. I mean, you have a diffuser. Mm, I do. Yes, and yeah. I don't know what scent it is, but it's so relaxing. Thank you. So, I guess, what was your goal, or what kind of goal did you have in mind when you were creating this environment? So, I wanted a salon that wasn't, like, stuffy and mm-hmm. uptight and where people felt like they had to come in. I think the biggest thing I got was I just want to come in and feel comfortable and not judged. Yeah. However that is. And some of my clients show up in pajamas mm-hmm. and they don't care because it's just like a laid back environment. Yeah. Um, and that's how I kind of wanted to build my salon was like this really laid back atmosphere with like good smells yeah. and like a comfortable table and not a lot of bright colors like no. nothing overwhelming. No. I, I love wanted it. it to just be really neutral. Yeah. And not overstimulating yeah because I know a lot of people with salons the hair dryers and the talking yeah and the music on. it's overwhelming so that was my whole thing mm-hmm. I wanted something where people are like oh, yeah this is like relaxing this I love is a good it. experience you you hit that perfectly thank you um so today now so what kind of services do you offer so right now I'm just specializing in waxing. Mm-hmm. I focus on brows and Brazilians, mm-hmm. and I use hard wax only. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Um, let's talk about brows. Okay. Okay. So some people want to know mm-hmm. if they come to you on a regular basis, how often should that be? So it really depends. People with hair that grows really quickly, mm-hmm. I usually say about four weeks, but you could push it out to six. If it's slower growing hair, then anywhere from six to eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really up in the air. Everybody's different. And there are some people that can really push it out like three or four months in between waxes, but I personally prefer that like four to six week mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That works well for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, can we talk about some brow trends briefly? Yes. Yeah. So, brow lamination. Yeah. Can you explain what it is, first of all, for people who might not know? Yeah. So, brow lamination is literally a perm. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of the opposite. You're straightening the brows. Uh, it works really well for brows that are really coarse or, like, curly. It does take a few times if someone has, like, curly or coarse brow hairs. Yeah. Someone that has finer, straighter hair will notice a difference right away. Okay. Because it's not like you're really straightening right. much. Right. Um, I have a love-hate with it. I feel like you definitely need the right type of brow. If someone has a really thick brow, that lamination is going to make their brows look really, really thick. Yeah. So that's my personal opinion on it. Okay. Um, and you can't really trim a whole lot with a lamination, so then you end up with, like, these big brows. Yeah. So that's one thing I always tell people to think about is they're going to be thicker. Yeah. Um, so is it basically, to me, it looks like, you just kind of like pushed your brows yeah brush them up and they're Mm -hmm. just glued in place yes okay that's correct and I think some people totally rock it I don't know if I personally would is that something they can do at home I would say yes yeah I tell everyone try out a really good clear brow gel Mm -hmm. or even sometimes I use like a hair gel yeah and I think it works the same in my opinion which is why I have like a love hate with the service because I think you can get the same results at home yeah with a clear brow gel yeah a really strong one yeah but yeah that would hold Mm -hmm. all day do you have any recommendations so i use the anastasia brow freeze okay um it kind of it's clear and it feels like like jelly almost okay but also i know people are gonna be like oh my gosh why are you recommending that (laughs) the got to be hair gel i've heard of that before did you post that on your instagram maybe that's where i saw it and some people are like oh my 
gosh. If you use too much, it'll make them crunchy. Yeah. But if you use, like, the perfect amount, your brows will not move. I I'll swear. have to try it. I swear by it. Oh it's like gosh. in a yellow tube. Well, your your brows are hair. It makes sense. It yeah, it's hair gel. It's hair gel. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, it's just on your face. Oh, my gosh. It's no big deal. No, I love that. Um, and the fluffy brows? Yeah. Is that kind of the same thing? Yeah, okay. I would say so. So yeah. you just kind of, like, Brush push your brows up. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, totally think some people can rock that. I don't know if it I can. It depends on the face shape. Yeah. I always say if someone has a really small face, yeah. then sometimes it can look too much. Because yeah. all you can see are these brows. Mm-hmm. Versus if someone has, like, a lo- sometimes I feel like a longer face, they can pull it off. Okay. It really, brows depend on the face structure, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. That's what I've noticed all these years of waxing. Yeah. Okay. That actually brings up, okay, another question I have. When you're doing somebody's brows... So do you kind of, how do you decide on what shape to make their brows? So I look at their brows and I try to follow their natural shape. What you're given is what works for your features. Mm -hmm. So someone that has a round face, in my opinion, like myself, I typically love an arched brow mm-hmm. because a round face is lacking structure. Okay, it doesn't that makes have sense. those like cheekbones. Yes. Yeah. They're not as prominent. So when you add that structure, I feel like it adds that to the face. Yeah. Versus someone with an already very structured face, like those beautiful, intense cheekbones and jawline, they can rock more of like a a fuller, bushy brow. Yeah. Because they already have structure. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Mm-hmm. I've never really thought about that. Yeah. Um, do you Okay, maybe I should know this, but do you offer the brown lamination here? I do. Okay. Yeah. And it includes like a tint and wax with it. Okay. So, yeah. How long does that last? I usually say about six weeks, mm-hmm. but I push it more out to like eight weeks mm-hmm. just because if you're doing a chemical process, you don't want to over process. Yeah. I would rather your brows like fall back to normal mm-hmm. than over process eyebrows because once hair is damaged, you have to repair the hair. Yeah. So you have to be really careful with brow lamination. I've never thought about damaging your eyebrow hair before. You can, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody talks about damaging your actual hair, mm-hmm. but wow. How would you repair your damaged eyebrow hair? I, you would have to put like, I recommend castor oil. Okay. And like, I make up little tubes of it, like mascara tubes, uh-huh. and you take the wand and brush it through your eyebrows. Okay. So, yeah, that. I've heard of that for your eyelashes before to help them grow. I don't know. Does that work Mm -hmm. on your eyelashes too? And also a really good lash serum Uh doesn't help. Yeah. Like that's my, what I preach to everyone. What lash serum do you use? Borboletta. I feel like you've told me that before. Mm -hmm. You definitely have. It's my favorite. I've been using Babe Lash. I love that one too. I feel like it's been doing wonders for my eyelashes. Your lashes look really good. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I've been using it since December 8th. I know the day. You have it marked down. Yes, because I'm waiting because it's almost up three months, the bottle I have, and then I have to get a new one. But I'm really impressed. They look really good. Thank you. So, yeah, Babe Lash, and you said the... Borboletta. Borboletta. Okay. Yep. Um, If you're looking for lash serum... Then I'm pointing to the microphone as if I'm talking to somebody. You're looking for a lash serum. <laughs> um, any? Are there any other brow trims? Microblading. What I do you think about it. that? I, I don't think I like it. it either. So I'm gonna say that initially it looks really good, and then as it ages, it doesn't look so good. I can't speak on it because I don't know everything about it, but yeah. I feel like. The products you use, your body chemistry changes the ink color, and they can end up being really warm Ooh, yeah. or really cool. Yeah. Um, and I just, I don't love it. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like, again, trends come and go. Yeah. As you age, your face shape changes. Yeah. So what brow looks good on you today will look good on you in 15 years. Yeah. 
I don't know. Yeah. I remember... I'm sure everybody remembers. But back in, like, high school and middle school, I wanted... Everybody wanted their brows to be so thin. And now you look back at that and we all cringe. Yeah. It's it's awful. awful. Yeah. It was gross. I don't like that either. Me neither. Um, Okay, Brazilian waxes. The dreaded Brazilian waxes. Yeah. So I've never gotten one. Okay. But I will say, when I was pregnant, like, before I was... A couple weeks before I was about to give birth, I was Mm -hmm. like, maybe I should go get a Brazilian wax. So, you know, everything looks good down there. Not that it matters. It doesn't, I mean, but... Baby's going to come out anyways, but um, I guess same question with the with the brows. How often should people get Brazilians if they want to do it on a regular basis? Every four to six weeks. Same thing? Same thing. Yeah. The only time I recommend pushing that out is if someone has already had laser hair removal. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't like when people push Brazilians out. I feel like it becomes more painful. The hair gets longer. Mm-hmm. I really try to put everyone at that four to six weeks. Do so you have perfect. Do you have people that come regularly mm-hmm. to do that? Yeah. And do you also have people that just come if they, they're like going to the beach or yes. something? Yeah. yeah. Which if you're traveling, I feel like big things are vacations, weddings. Mm-hmm. If you're getting waxed, definitely wax like a week beforehand. Okay. At least three days because your skin responds differently like you never know yeah some people get hives some people are more prone to like bruising yeah um and those things aren't what you want during those yeah like a vacation or a wedding so you could definitely try it out but I always recommend getting a Brazilian like a month or two before that event so Mm -hmm. you know how your skin responds yeah and it has time the hair will thin out so mm-hmm. your second wax isn't as bad. Usually not as much trauma to the skin the second time. Okay. So is that what happens then? If you are consistently getting Brazilians, your hair eventually thins out? Yeah. And it will get easier for yes. you then? Yeah. Yeah. There are some people that, like, their first wax, it may take, like, 15 minutes, maybe 20 at most. But then if they come consistently, like, I have one client, it takes me maybe five minutes really? to wax her because yeah. there's just no hair. Yeah. So it does become easier. Yeah. It's not pain-free though right like I tell people don't get it twisted it still hurts Uh uh-huh hurts a little bit less though not as much hair so yeah well I'm sure the first time is probably the scariest I would imagine and then after that you kind of know what to expect yeah I mean you're going in showing everything to a person you either know or you don't know and you're like traumatized like oh my gosh what are they thinking we don't think anything um and you just don't know what the pain is like. Yeah. So I feel like everyone is so nervous the first time. And uh-huh. then when they leave, they're like, that wasn't that bad. Yeah. I could do it again. Yeah. Um, so what would you tell people if they were coming for their first time and they were nervous, which I would be? I just tell everyone, like, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Find someone that you trust. Look into them. Like, research your esthetician yeah see if they specialize in waxing I think that's a big thing if someone's not waxing day in and day out do they say have the same skill set as someone else that's just waxing here and there yeah um and it's totally fine to be nervous yeah big deal we're professionals and I know everybody gets in their head about things but we don't care I was gonna say I'm sure you don't think twice about seeing I don't care people and exposing it all no and people are always like don't look at my leg hair I'm like (laughs) girlfriend I don't care I'm just here to wax the hair get you going um so yeah find someone that you're comfortable with yeah um okay and how much growth do they need to have before they come see you for their first wax, Brazilian wax? So, it depends. I use hard wax. So, for the hard wax to work, the hair has to be long enough that the wax can almost, like, shrink wrap around the hair. Okay. So, it has to be long enough to, like, grab it. 
Strip wax, it can be a little bit shorter because it's not the same type of wax. Mm -hmm. I recommend three or four weeks of hair growth. Okay. I prefer four, but I know that can be difficult for some people, so three will will do. Mm -hmm. But nothing less than three. Even two weeks, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hear you... I know you only use hard wax, right. and you mentioned the strip wax. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? So strip wax removes a layer of skin. Hard wax doesn't. Oh. So with strip wax, you can over like wax over that area one time, and mm-hmm. that's it. Hard wax, you can do multiple times, but my number is like three. Mm-hmm. I can do three passes over the same area, and then no more waxing. Mm-hmm. So it's more gentle. Um, I feel like you are less prone to lifting with hard wax than mm-hmm. strip wax mm-hmm. but it's personal preference there's not one that's right or wrong mm-hmm. I know a lot of estheticians that use strip wax that are phenomenal so yeah. it's personal preference gotcha okay and I know you did offer facials at one point I did yeah um so in terms of skincare, I guess I I know somebody asked this question and I'm also very curious mm-hmm. Sorry, now we're moving into skincare. No, you're fine. Um, that wasn't like a graceful transition, <laughs> but um, what is your skincare routine? So I use all Glymed products. I don't love to use drugstore products anymore now that I'm an esthetician. Mm-hmm. I feel like using actual, not, well, like pharmaceutical grade, like medical, medical grade, grade yeah. works better. I love Glymed. That's who I used to do my facials with. Um, and actually, Ashley at Sage Beauty Co., mm-hmm. that's who she works with, too. Mm-hmm. So I keep it really simple. I know a lot of people are going to be like, what? I just use a cleanser, a moisturizer, and then, like, a CBD mist. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And sunscreen. But okay, that's literally it. Yeah. I feel like sunscreen is really important. It is. And it is. It's a really important step in your skincare yes. routine. 100%. Even if it's not the summertime, right? Correct. Every day, all day. And it doesn't count if it's in your makeup. It oh, really? Be, it has to be a sunscreen. Okay, see, I was literally just thinking this on the way here yeah. because I use that It Cosmetics CC cream. Yes, yeah. It has, like, SPF 50. I was like, oh, I'm good. Like, no. my face is fine. <laughs> no. But no, it doesn't no. count? Mm-mm. So whenever I wear makeup, I usually... I can't remember the name of, the like, the brand, but it's an actual sunscreen mist, and I apply it over my makeup. Is it Kula? It may be, yes. I've heard of yes. that. Yes. I and it, like them. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I heard they also make something for your scalp. Yes. Which maybe we're veering off a little bit, but um, they do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. use it? I do. Because I it's hard to... Stuff. You can't just put sunscreen on no, your you scalp. Can. No. Like, but it needs it. Your yeah. whole body needs sunscreen. Yeah. It's so important. Uh, I feel like people don't realize like that's how you age is mm-hmm. the sun. That's mm-hmm. the number one form of aging is from yeah. the sun yeah so or your sunscreen well your skin is perfect i'm just oh, like thanks. in awe of your beauty right now <laughs> seriously but um okay i would you agree with this saying that when it comes to skincare less is more or does it depend on the person i think less is more is true okay i feel like when you start to overdo things like you're exfoliating every day yeah or adding all these serums and you're stripping the barrier of your skin and then it's not healthy anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're more prone to get inflammation, um, so like redness, acne, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple. Yeah. Cleanser, moisturizer, SPF. Those are my go-tos. And if someone doesn't know what to use, that's what I recommend. Okay. And if you can't afford um, like a pharmaceutical grade yeah. or medical grade, it's fine to use drugstore. Mm-hmm. At least you're doing something. Yeah. Do your research on your products. Know the ingredients and, you know, talk to an esthetician about it. Yeah. Um, So that was my next question. 
I don't know if you have a preference or any things you would recommend in terms of drugstore brand products for people who may not be able to afford medical grade right um are there any at least good brands that you would recommend i personally love CeraVe, CeraVe, however you pronounce it i feel like it's a really good basic cleanser and moisturizer you can't go wrong with it that's usually what i tell everyone Mm -hmm. if you don't know what to use use that Mm -hmm. it's not gonna hurt you it may not help but it's at least doing something yeah that's my favorite i've heard of that yeah well i mean i think everybody's heard of it but i've heard Mm -hmm. that that's a really good one to use um what do you think about vitamin c oil would you recommend it? So or? it depends. Some people can have really bad reactions to vitamin C. So okay. I always say, I mean, it's great to have in your routine, but anytime you're trying a new product and you're unsure, mm-hmm. um, I recommend testing it on the back of your ear or your oh, neck. okay. That way, if you have a reaction, it's not as visible. It's not on your face. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not on your face. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and it's like a, it's still kind of the same skin as your face. Right. So it'll be able to You'll know if you have a sensitivity or something. Yeah. Um, and then a, ret- a retinol or mm-hmm. ret- retinoid. Yes. Um, are they the same thing? It Just, depends. Okay. That, I always say, go to a dermatologist. Okay. And they will kind of point you in the right direction. Yeah. Because you can really do damage with retinol. Yeah. And you can't get waxed when you're on retinol. That's oh, a big really? thing that I tell everyone. Yeah. So acne creams, retinol, stuff like that. You have to stop using it seven days before the wax or your skin wow. will tear off. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I know. Okay. Well, that's good to know. know yeah. Because I feel like you see a lot of products these days and they say, oh, like infused with vitamin C or retinol, mm-hmm. like for your eyes on the yeah. under I don't know but so I feel like that, that word is thrown around a lot it is um so that's good to know you yeah. can't use that seven days before you get seven waxed seven days before the wax I've had some people cut it really close like three or four days and I'm like mm, we'll just see here My, most of the time it's fine they'll yeah. get red but you can lift skin off and nobody wants a skin lift yeah so. and so do you ask clients that every time yes. they come in if they've been using that and sometimes I'll slip up and I'm like oh okay why is this area like red? Why is it getting shiny? And they're like, oh, I'm taking whatever. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, we should have talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, and I wanted to ask you as well. Um, I feel like this is also a trend. I don't have TikTok, but I've heard that people are doing this on TikTok. And they're just washing their face with a bar of Dove soap. Mm. Is that, yeah, is that cringy? I feel like people Ew, shouldn't awful. do that. No. Okay. So it goes into this whole like pH thing where your skin should sit at. Yeah. Bar soaps will strip your skin and then you have, again, a compromise barrier. Yeah. No, I would never put, oh my gosh, God, that makes me want to die. I, ew. No, don't do that. Okay, so don't use Dove soap do on your face. Do not use, I can't even believe that's a thing. I feel I like that. I use Dove bar soap on my body and it yeah, doesn't even fine. feel good. But I mean, it's I mean, I'm sure that's fine. But like, I can't even. I, I don't think, think I makes it on my face. Your skin dry or something. yeah, like, yeah, tight. like yeah, tight, no, tight. So it's maybe people your skin. use that on their face and they're like, oh yeah, it's doing mm. wonders for me. No, that yeah. means no good. It's drying your skin out. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, that's, don't do that. Ugh, icky. Okay. Do you have any advice that you would give somebody wanting to start their own business or just start something new that might be a little scary to them? Just do it. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to fail? Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there's worse things in life than failing. Mm-hmm. I always said if something happens where I have to close this or whatever, I wouldn't even care because I created something and put my everything into it and that's enough for me yeah so 
failure is something that it, it just happens. Mm-hmm. But I would rather know that I tried to do this than just sit back and think, oh, I wish I would have done that. Oh, absolutely. I don't want to look back on my life and think, I wish I would have done these things. I'd rather do them yeah. and hopefully succeed. But if I fail, then I can be like, I did that. Yeah. And like 90% of people won't do it because it's scary or whatever. Yeah. All these reasons. This changed my life. If I wouldn't have done this, I don't know where I would Mm -hmm. um so I'm thankful for it and Mm -hmm. like I said even if it would have failed I did it so yeah exactly you know exactly and you didn't fail it became a huge huge (laughs) success yeah and like the first year is always super hard financially I feel like you're constantly shelling money into the business and you're not seeing anything Uh but I feel like once you hit that area where you're like oh my gosh I actually can make money now yeah it's worth it. Yeah. I feel like that's common for people mm-hmm. starting their own business. Like, at the beginning, you may not make any money. I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that may be discouraging, but then it's... I mean, I guess, what do you... How do you hang in there when when times are tough like that? Because I'm sure that's discouraging. It is discouraging. And I remember thinking, like, I'm not making any money. I don't know what to do here. But I constantly kept going back to, well, my clients keep coming back, Mm -hmm. so they must like the service, Mm -hmm. and I'm putting money into the business to make it better. Mm -hmm. You know, I would buy different waxes and try new things and invest in the business. Mm -hmm. I feel like once you're starting to see that money, put it back into the business. Mm -hmm. It creates a better experience. Yeah. And it does get better. Mm Mm-hmm. I know for me, year two, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is what I wanted it to be. It mm-hmm. grew so much that I think year two is when I stopped taking new clients. Yeah. Um, and I'll like open and close my book kind of, but you'll get there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. For everyone. Just do it. That's how I feel about anything. Yeah. Like, what, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And did you have any sort of backup plan? No. No. <laughs> No. So I went into it completely blind and I was like, well, let's just hope for the best. Mm -hmm. And even to this day, if something were to happen, I don't know. There's Mm -hmm. no other, I don't have any backup like education or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't have any financial backup, which Mm -hmm. I think is important for people to know because I think people think, especially women, that you need to have a man to do these things. You do not. Mm -hmm. So like my health insurance, that's all me. Mm -hmm. Um, like my retirement, me. I don't have financial help in that aspect, but you can totally do it. It's doable. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting here doing it. So, yeah. and I'm I'm a mom, so yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Okay. And um, in terms of working your schedule around your son's life, do you feel that it's so beneficial to have that flexibility yes. owning your own business? Oh, for sure. The first year, probably not, because I feel like you have to put in your time, like the evenings. Mm -hmm. I still work weekends, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But now that I kind of established a schedule I like, Mm -hmm. it's nice to have that. And when I was working at my other salon, uh, I didn't have that flexibility. I couldn't just go in and be like, I want this day off. Or like when you asked me to go to Wyoming, it's not like I could go to my boss then and be like, hey, I'm just... Like, bye. Uh Versus now, I can take more vacations. I can take an evening off. I really enjoy the flexibility with my schedule. Yeah. It does take time to get there. You're not going to start up your business and be like, I'm going to be off a whole week. Mm -hmm. No, probably not. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, just 
going back to that comment about Wyoming, I am so thankful that you came out to Wyoming with us. When I asked you, I was like, there's no way she's going to be like, yeah, sure, let me just fly out to Wyoming for a few days to do your makeup for your wedding. And then you were like, heck yeah. And Uh I said, okay, all right. Like, yeah, seriously, I, I was so pumped and I'm so happy that you were there to just experience that with us. It was beautiful and, there. Oh my god, I loved it. I um yeah, when you asked me, I was like, I don't know. And my mom's like, why not? Yeah. Um and honestly I was actually gonna tell you that. That was like a pivotal moment for me because I have such bad anxiety mm-hmm. and I always say no to everything. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm scared. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to. And when you asked me that and I said yes, I was like, Taylor, this will change your life. Like you have to say yes. Yeah. And honestly, that like last year I went, I think, to 10 different states um, and just traveled all over. And really? I didn't even care. Yeah, some really? of them I went, like, by myself. I took my son, just my son Oh, I, I saw you guys went to Virginia. And West Virginia. To, West Virginia. Yep. And you we went to went, this cool Airbnb. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it was, like, a moment for me where I'm like, if I can do this and travel, like, across this, you know, the country, yeah. I can do whatever I want. Oh, my God. So Wait, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Yeah, it was, like, my, my like, little freedom. Mm-hmm. I, like, got my wings, and I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. And there's so much out there. Oh, my gosh, I know. Which I think falls back on being a business owner. Just say yes. Just mm-hmm. kind of do it. Yeah. You never know what doors can open, like this. Yeah. A door opening. Yeah. Um, yeah, so many options yeah I feel like that is so important that I mean it kind of goes back to just having this supportive group of women in Belfont because everybody can support each other and I think it's so important to just go for something and just ask somebody if you need help in some sort of aspect or if you just want to I don't know do some aspect of your business with them a collaboration like I when I reached out to you for this podcast I was like Obviously, my podcast is not huge, but, you know, I think talking to you and hearing what you have to say about starting a business and, you know, your business and I don't know. I feel like it's really great to have the support of others. And honestly, I feel like nine times out of ten, if you ask people and you do it the correct way, they will say yes. Well, I 100% agree. Yeah. I feel like, so I always say, there's a podcast I listen to and they're always like, shoot your shot. What what podcast? I think it's Girls Gotta Eat. Okay. And they're always like, shoot your shot. And that's exactly how I live like the past year. I'm like, if someone says no, then it is what it is. Yeah, exactly. But if you don't say something Uh how would you know at least you tried yeah yeah so the worst that can happen is you get a no and that's not and then you move on yeah who cares you go to the next who cares (laughs) thank you next right yeah (laughs) for sure um can we touch briefly because i know you said that you have you struggle with anxiety yeah did that play an effect at all with opening your own business yes okay oh my gosh it was awful yeah so i still have times where i really struggle with it i get in my head Um, and I'm always like, did they like that service? Like they hated me. Um, and I, I overthink. So, and I used to make myself so sick about trying to please all my clients. Yeah. And I'd be like, I think they hated me. They're going to leave a bad review. Oh my gosh. Um, and I was like, I remember one time I was so worked up and my mom was like, it's not a big deal. And I'm like, but it is though. Yeah. And then again, this last year I really worked on, I'm not the esthetician for everyone. Mm -hmm. If someone doesn't like my work, doesn't like me, that's totally fine. Mm -hmm. I can recommend out. Yeah. Um, Or they can just just leave at any point in time. I don't own clients. 
not everyone has to like me. And that's something that I think is really important with being a business owner. Not everybody's going to like your product or yeah. your service. Yeah. That's okay. For that one person, there's like 20 that will like mm-hmm. it. Exactly. I was just going to say, I yep. feel like you have so many people that love you and love what you do. Yeah. That if you have those couple people that are like, mm-hmm. mm, you know, didn't really like my brows, then yep. you're like, okay, that's all right. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can find somebody that you will love. And yep. I'm fine with the clients that I have, you know? Uh-huh. And I mean that in the best way possible. I feel like that is kind of scary, though, mm-hmm. opening your own business because... It's all you. Everything is yeah. all on you. And you can't... Like, if somebody leaves a bad review, then it's, it's like... my control. Yeah, it's like you can't blame it on another employee. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand you yeah. being anxious about that. But it's also kind of crazy to hear you say that because all of your work is phenomenal. Thank so you. And I feel like you... And this just goes to show, I mean... You never know what somebody's going nope. through. But on the outside, like, mm-hmm. you, especially these days, you look like you... I mean, I know you're thriving. But you just, like, you seem so, so confident in yourself, you. in your work. Thank you. Because your work is amazing. So for you to say that you still have doubts sometimes yeah. about what you do, I mean, it just goes to show that, like, not everybody is mm-hmm. has it all together, even nope. when they seem like they do. No, I always... <laughs> funny because I had a client she was like you seem like you have it all together I'm like no I don't no I don't um I was just like having a mental breakdown in the parking lot but it's okay um it's totally normal to have those doubts and fears and again like imposter syndrome I was gonna bring that up it's so big for me I especially I get on Instagram and I see these other brow artists I'm like wow I suck yeah um but you don't I know I I know I know but I'm like ooh, I suck and then I always fall back on where was I four years ago because I'm comparing my work to someone else. Yeah. That's not my work. Mm-hmm. So I definitely get in my head and I have doubts about myself, but fake it till you make it. Yeah. That's what I've always said. I mm-hmm. feel like if you are confident, people trust you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that kind of goes into manifesting. Yes. And yeah. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I'm so a big, huge. Yes. Yep. Same. I love it. Mm-hmm. And like you just said, fake it till you make it. And I don't know if you did this at all when you first opened your business, but it's, like, you just have to act like you already are where you want to be, and you'll get there. Yeah, 100%. You just speak into existence. I do that all the time. I'm like, I am a good esthetician. Uh I'm the best. Yeah. And I just feel like it, just confidence. Yeah. People love that. I've Mm -hmm. noticed. The more confident you are, the more they trust you. I've had people come in, and they're like, you could wax my eyebrow off, and Uh I'd be fine with it. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, what? Yeah. I, I mean, personally, whenever you do my makeup, I mean, even when you've done my brows, like, I come to you, and I'm that same way. I'm like, I trust you, and it's like, whenever you've done my makeup in the past, I feel like you always start out by saying, okay, like, what are you thinking? What do you want? And usually, I mean, maybe it makes it harder for you, but I'm like, you do whatever (laughs) you want. I'm like, I trust you. Mm -hmm. I know you know what looks good. Yeah. And I think that is when you know that you have made it when your clients come to you and they're like I fully trust you you do you girl it's so crazy to me especially when I do get a new client here and there and I'm like what do you want to do with your brows I'm like whatever you want to do yeah I trust you and I'm like you don't even know me Uh uh-huh like I don't need to like I trust you yeah that's that's it for me um I love I love my clients I think that's the biggest thing everything I do is for them the experience Everything I've gone through, you know, with, like, shutdowns and all that stuff, I don't ever want to give up because I just love them. Mm -hmm. They mean so much to me, and they trust me, and that's 
that's everything. Yeah. Um, I hate to speak about the big C word, COVID. But how did that affect your business? That was awful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the one thing I do recommend everyone have a solid savings account. Mm -hmm. If I didn't, I don't know how I would have been able to reopen or pay rent, but because I was really good um, with finances, it was okay. Mm -hmm. But three months off work is a really long time for a lot of people to not have income. So you really have to plan for those things. And even like the flood that I had happen, I was off work for two weeks. So again, it's falling back on you have to have savings and you have to prepare. Although I don't like to think about the worst, you have to prepare for it. Yeah. Because it can happen. Oh, no, that's great advice. I really agree with that. And I think people should always have some sort of amount in their savings as Mm -hmm. just in case anything happens. Yep. Um, and when that flood happened in your shop, did you also have to replace a lot of stuff? Yes. Yeah. 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 And I was off work and then I had to renovate this place again. Mm -hmm. And then I had to, because insurance, there was like a huge lag with insurance. So it took like two months for the claim to even process. Really? That's so annoying. I know it is so annoying, Yeah. but I wasn't waiting two months. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to replace what I can replace, do what I can do. Uh Uh-huh. And again, clients would trust me if I waxed out of a box yeah. like in the street. They'd yeah. like, whatever, Taylor. Yeah, seriously. We'll just come to this box. Yeah. Um, did you also find a way to find the good out of that? Yes. So my one client actually told me, she's like, maybe it needed a cleanse mm-hmm. and a fresh start. Mm-hmm. And it made me really appreciate everything. Um, so I definitely get burnout because I overdo. Yeah. Um, and it made me slow down but also realized that if this was taken away from me I don't know what I would do um and I don't know if you know but like the community came together and raised a bunch of money for me yeah so that that was a very emotional time because there's so many people that want to see me succeed and will support my business so it was eye-opening how many people care about me Mm -hmm. and even when they came back in they were like here's gifts here's like gift cards and yeah um it's overwhelming sometimes. That fundraiser mm-hmm. was being shared by so many people, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I made sure to share that, and it grew so quickly. Mm-hmm. I was, like, so... it. I, I remember people, like, Drew, we, Drew yeah. came over, shout out Drew, came over, and I we were talking about it. He's like, did mm-hmm. you see what happened to Taylor? I said, yeah, I know, and I was like, I am seriously in awe of how many people... I, I mean, I'm not surprised, because you're... Right, so, right. you're wonderful, but, like, <laughs> like... It's amazing how quickly people came together to support you, and I love to see it. I, like, honestly, when that flood happened, I wanted to quit. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Really? Um, I'm just exhausted, and I kept feeling, I felt like there were so many things, and then that was it for me, and I actually was like, I don't think I want to do this. Like, I need to quit. Oh, my gosh. And then I remember, actually, my friend and client, Melissa, was the one who put the fundraiser together. Yes. She surprised me, and she was like, hey, here's, like, this is for you. And I just lost it. And I was like, I'm not going to quit doing this. I have so many people that support me and want to see me Mm -hmm. succeed. So, and again, I was like, this is life. It happens. I'm just going to keep on rolling with the punches. Mm -hmm. And I think it's seeing the good in things. Oh, yeah. Kind of makes you take a step back and realize, like, the why in Mm -hmm. what you're doing. Because your clients are so wonderful. And you truly love what you're doing. Yes. I do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the basis of 
everything that you do. I mean, if you are wanting to try something new, mm-hmm. would you agree and say that, like, you really have to love what you're doing yes. in order for it to work? Yeah. I think, truly, if you do not love what you're doing, it's not going to be successful. No, especially in this business, like, with the hours and this, like, there's a lot of stress. I'm not going to say that it's super easy and yeah. I, like, skip in here every day. Well, yeah. Um, but... If you're not passionate about it, you're never going to last. Mm-hmm. There's like a statistic that says how many salons close within a few years because it's a lot more and people lose their passion. Yeah. And I've always said if I'm not passionate about it anymore, I won't do it. That's when you... But I truly love what I do. I love, you know, especially working on brows. And so many women walk out and they're like, I just feel so good. Like, mm-hmm. I feel so confident and you help me. And it goes past like... I know it can be kind of superficial. Yeah. So many women come in here and I'm, I, like, help them with their life. They mm-hmm. tell me things that they don't tell other uh-huh. people. Yeah. And it's a safe spot. Yeah. And it always will be. So that's that's so amazing. Like I, just, I agree it is. I don't it's have awesome. words for it because the trust people have in me is overwhelming. Yeah. It's not just a wax. No, it's, it's, not. it's not. hanging out with a friend and you know sharing your life Mm -hmm. getting advice and then walking out and feeling better than what you did when you came in yeah and I feel like that is awesome when you walk out and you leave feeling better than when you entered Mm -hmm. then yeah that's great I know that's what my goal with everyone I always try to make people laugh when they're in here I'm like let's like laugh at least once sometimes we talk about some serious things I'm like let's end it with a laugh yeah and move forward because you don't know what someone's going through yeah and sometimes I don't even know what they're going through mm-hmm. so I always try to be that like little light of their day and they're like oh I could just see Taylor today mm-hmm. so that's always that's always the goal yeah no I mean I can speak from my personal experience and every time I've come to see you I've always left in a better mood feeling great about myself you it, it's like your voice. Your voice is so soothing. Your salon is so relaxing. Thank you. you have the best Thank you. personality. I mean, truly, I, I, I think that is something that makes you stand out and different from any other estheticians, and at least that I know, that yeah. you're, you're so welcoming, you're so calming. It's, like you said, a safe space to come mm-hmm. here, and I Always. think clients definitely feel that. Yeah. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we can wrap it up, but I want to say thank you so much for thank taking you the for time. Me. Yes, of course. Taking time out of your busy schedule yeah. to <laughs> to sit down and talk with me about your life. And I think your story is honestly so inspiring. Yeah, thank you. And I feel like this if you guys are looking for a sign to try something new mm, yeah and branch out this is it just do it like taylor says just do it just do it You'll say yes the rest out exactly the flow fake it till you make it mm-hmm. and that's it and you'll get there yes right <laughs> yep all right thank you so much taylor you're welcome